Saran on the south side won the tickets to check out the 25th anniversary of ESPN 1000. It's going to be the biggest party of the year. Guests from ESPN 1000's 25th anniversary will be in attendance. Don't want to miss this one Friday, March 24th. Doors open at 11 a.m. And the live show goes on between 12 and 6 at the House of Blues. LiveNation.com is where you can get tickets. Search ESPN Chicago. Sharon knew that my first radio partner in the business here at ESPN 1000 was Carmen DeFalco. How about that? So Love it. On the game night show. So we're glad that you're with us here on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. We're with you until 10 o'clock. Then we'll cross-talk with Black and Abdallah at uh, 10 o'clock. It'll be Peggy and Yurko. From 12 to 2, followed by Waddle and Sylvie from 2 to 6, Tyler Aki from 6 to 8, right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. All right, so I did not hear this yesterday, Cap, but, um, you know, we had a fun time on Tuesday with spring trading. This is mm-hmm. something we're going to do every Tuesday here on ESPN 1000, where Danny picks out names out of a hat, and we are supposed to go where Danny tells us to go. You worked with uh, the aforementioned Carmen from 2 to 6 yeah, we had fun. Tuesday. I worked with Sylvie from 10 to noon in mm-hmm. the Greenie slot. Mm-hmm. I always wonder about this. Where does Greenie go in all this? How come he didn't work nights on Tuesday? He should have been working 8 to midnight. Uh, Greenie? Uh, yeah, when you get done with get up, get a little rest, go do what you do, work out, eat, whatever, hang with the family, you're working 7 to 10 central. Yeah, that's what I think you should be doing, but... So, Sylvie says he has a spring trading idea. Let's listen. We're over 11 million impressions in 10 months. We're over 72,000 subscribers. Take that. That's Ass hat doesn't have any idea what he's talking Ass about. Hat. He, no name. He so, never name being personal him. now. People wonder, why do I go after Cap? People say, say he lives rent-free in my head. Not true. Uh, I, I just call it stupid. Number two, you'll never hear me name-call Cap. This guy goes on his show all the time and says, I don't name call anybody. Like someone went last week, they had a topic where someone on that show called someone a bum. And he said, oh, we don't do that on this show. You heard him call me. What? How many different names in that in that clip? Jackass. Jackass. Ass hat. Ass hat. I heard that one. Small handed. Whatever. Whatever. I mean, like two. So two name calls in there. Ass hat and jackass. Um, number three. He I'm not ripping his business. It's good for him. The, the the recap is fine. I was simply taking their topic on their show, which I'm a P1 of. And it was a topic on their show. Their producer was saying, don't bring the tablet. And I was just weighing in on their topic. Like, I mean, come on. You take yourself too serious. And you wonder why, like, we have these moments and he wonders why I come firing back at him or why there are moments where I start getting a little hotter. You'll never hear me call him an asshat. What would you call him if you were going to call him a name? I don't call him names. If you were, I call, you call out him? his stupid opinions. You hear him firing that the Bulls won't uh, or should fire uh, the general manager and their vice president. You'll never hear him go after Jerry or Michael. The true problem, because he's too busy kissing their ass. This is where we need to do the show <laughs> next Tuesday even, together. I don't even While know. We're Michael. now all of a sudden now in a valley with the relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. People said last year it was overhyped. 
we need to do the show where things aren't good and we can air grievances instead of it being too kiss-assy. And I think you guys should go from noon to six. Six hours in a cage. Now, it should be the regular show hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so Shay, what is ultimately Sylvie's spring trading idea before we unpack what he said there? We got to ask our, our audience this as well, our fans. Should we rig the pot so that next Tuesday we get Cap and Sylvie two to six and they duke it out? I have zero interest in duking it out. I'm going to do a sports show. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be prepared like I always am. And I'm going to do my show. I, I don't know Michael Reinsdorf. I don't work for Michael Reinsdorf. Don't know him. Jerry's always been very good to me. I haven't spoken to the man in a long, long time. So I'm not the one out there begging for tickets to games. Take that. Come on now. Kiss ass of the Reinsdorf? Come on now. Sylvie. I, I'll, if, we, if we get paired together, I have no problem doing a show with him if it's an intelligent sports show. If he just wants to yell and scream and... Make allegations and all that. Have at it. I won't be there. No interest. People tune in to listen to fun, sports talk, and whatever. That's why I love working with you. So, zero interest. It's 12 to 6 and screaming. No. No interest. He and I are different people, and that's fine. Yes. He's got a good career. He's got a good show. I have zero interest in sparring with him. We're not the same people. That's okay. Period. He said, uh, he claims that you name call him. When he takes shots and goes on Twitter with his little, okay, I'm waiting for the recap. And then I have people who actually are sponsors of it call me and go, why is he taking a shot at that? Yeah, I fired back at him. But guess what? I'll make you a promise right now. Okay. There'll be no more name calling of him. Period. Okay. Period. So you won't be calling him names anymore. If that is something that I have been guilty of, yeah, no more. Okay. I will talk about Mark and Tom on their afternoon show, Waddle and Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Here's what's coming up, and that's that's that. But fighting with him? No, I got a lot more important things in my life than fighting with him. Period. Now, there's a likelihood because of the, the hosts here at ESPN 1000, this has happened before, Cap, where Danny pulls the names out of the hat, and it could be you and Sylvie. And you're good with that, right? As long as it's, as you mentioned, a, Dude, a sports I work show. Here. I work here. If they tell me i got to work with him, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. If he wants to just fight and make accusations, baseless accusations that are just stupid, I'm not, I'll leave, I will not do a show like that. I have zero interest. I like talking sports, having some laughs. He and I had a good time last year. Mm-hmm. I think we worked mornings. I think so. Wasn't it? Didn't we do yeah. the morning show? Mm-hmm. So and I worked with Yurko in the afternoon, I think. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So if he wants to come in and have... We don't have to agree on our sports takes. But if he wants to come in and fight and then say, you're kiss-ass of the Reinsdorfs. Zero interest. I'll take a day of vacation. Kiss-ass of the Reinsdorfs. I wonder what the examples could he cite with that. Is it Bulls or... Really, because we've taken our fair share of shots on this show about lack of willingness to spend luxury tax, Mm -hmm. lack of willingness to spend big contracts. If that's being a kiss-ass, then I'm guilty. 
Okay. So 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Uh, again, Sylvie with his spring trading idea. Uh, and so, so, Shay, can I, so I'm clear. Jay Moore, you heard this too. Does, does Sylvie want to work with Cap on his between 2 and 6 in the afternoon or – yeah, I'll play it again, his part. This is where we need to do the show next Tuesday together. While we're now all of a sudden now in a valley with the relationship, oh, yeah. Yeah. people valley. said last year it we was were. overhyped. We need to do the show where things aren't good and we can air grievances instead of it being too kiss-assy. Yeah. And I think you guys should go oh. from noon to six. Six <laughs> hours all right. in all right. a that's, cage. That's, that's now. Right. All right, we're good. with. Okay. Yeah, I have zero interest in airing grievances. That's not... I got more important things in my life. I do. The afternoons are, are tough for me. Mm-hmm. I got stuff with Brett. I got stuff with my grandson. I got other things that... Zero interest. Yes. Zero. So if I draw the straw that says I got to work with him, I'm doing a sports show. If it's a grievance show, mm-hmm. I'm out. How long is that straw that you draw if it was Sylvie's name? Same as every other straw. <laughs> Good try. Good try. <laughs> I'm just asking, what kind of straw would that be, Cap? Is that a short straw? No. Medium-sized straw? Same straw. So same I straw. will work with Mark if that's who I am asked to work with. So same straw as me? Same straw? No, your straw is much longer. And larger. Yeah. <laughs> longer? Hoodie has a well-endowed straw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, like, we got, now I want to power rank the straws. Which, which is the longest straw? Which is the shortest straw? I think we know. Cap is trying to, be, trying to restrain himself, but I think we know who he believes has the shortest straw. I think we know. Dude. I'll work with whatever teammate they ask me to work with, but I'm doing a sports show. He, he also referred to the show that you and he did as too kiss assy. Just thought it, I heard it. I just thought it was just a good back and forth with the sports conversation. Correct. And it, and if that's what I have to do is work with him, we'll have a sports show and have some laughs. We can do whatever. If it's afternoons and we got to do. Uh, would you rather Waddles or whatever? In. Yeah. If it's some kind of airing of grievance, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, Ryan and Gurney's on ESPN 1000 on Captain J. Hood. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, one thing Sylvie's right about is he says, uh, you know, that, that Cap's not uh, renting space in his head. Like, Sylvie's right. Cap, you're an owner. Like, you own space in Cap in his head. And, uh, you might not want to fight, but you can't get over it. And you got one grievance cap to air out. You got to, uh, you know, get Sylvie off you, man. Sylvie, leave Cap alone. Get over it. Anyways, guys. Appreciate I, uh, you. Thanks, Southern, Ryan. So I heard about the uh, internship, so that's where it all started. You can't blame him, Cappy. Have a great day. Ryan, we appreciate the telephone call. And now... He leaves line open. 312-332-3776 is our telephone number. Let's get your calls in on here. Uh, Sylvie says that he wants to have an air of grievances. It's Sylvie and Cap. And again, based on the odds, that could happen. I don't know if it will happen, but it could happen. So what do you think is going to happen there? 2 to 6? 7 to 10? Will it happen? All I know is that Waddle and I are always on the side of this, just kind of just watching how all this is going. He says uh, there's a valley in the relationship. Did you? Did I you didn't did, even realize. Was that. there a valley? I didn't feel like it was a valley. Hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. 
you know? We're different people. That's fine. That is A-OK, brother. But I didn't realize we were in a valley. Yeah. Cap and Sylvie. Bum, 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 bum. What's up, fellas? It'd be wonderful. It'd be great radio. Okay. I mean, it's just going to be a radio show. So don't present it as more than that. Still to come, uh, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Could he be leaving the NFC North? Is he Chicago's greatest villain? All that and less coming up next on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. Welcome back to Cap and J-Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We're going to get our, um, I would say weekend weather, but it's our Thursday into the weekend weather with Tracy Butler coming up at 9.50. Man, you know, I think that we've had one of the best winners that I can remember in Chicago, Cap, but it's coming. It's been incredible. It's coming, though. It has been incredible this winter. Like, Tracy gets a gold star for, five gold stars for what she's done. Tremendous. So let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. 312-332-ESPN is our telephone number. Uh, your calls, plus Aaron Rodgers could be leaving the NFC North. Is he Chicago's greatest villain? Cap and I earlier gave a, a laundry list of those in hockey and basketball uh, and football, baseball villains that have been able to crush our Chicago teams over the years. But I don't think there's any question that Aaron Rodgers is in that conversation. I mean, if we did the Mount Rushmore, right, because you got to get your four. Rodgers is in there, and his face is... Set in stone. Without question with this. Mm-hmm. Rodgers, Favre has to be on the other side of that Mount Rushmore. One and four. Then we got to get two more. Wow. I mean, I mentioned the Detroit Red Wings, but who would that be? Steve Eiserman. Blame Eiserman if you want. Dino Cicerelli. That's going way back early 80s, mid 80s for the Minnesota North Stars, who yep. are now the Dallas Stars. The Piston logo. Oh. The piston logo, late eighties, <laughs> yeah, like you to can, ninety, like Isaiah Thomas or Bill Landbeer, or is it John Sally, or is it uh, Chuck Daly or Rick Mahorn? Who are you blaming there? Like I just right. put the piston logo right there. I Le- mean, LeBron has to be on there. Has to be. He didn't kill us. Yes, he did. Killed everybody. Do you not remember like the jump shot in the corner to beat the Bulls in the playoffs toward the end of the Thibodeau era? I tried to. to Erase that out of my memory. <laughs> Especially after right. after Rose went down, I tried to erase that out of my memory. Playoffs? You know? Yeah. So, like, the whole Piston logo goes on, up there for me. It's amazing, though, uh, in that Chicago's greatest villain that a Chicagoan would be on that list. Isaiah Thomas. A Chicagoan being a Chicago great I mean, he, he is. Yeah. Now, if Jason Kipnis, full disclosure, he's a friend of mine. Yes. If Jason Kipnis who hit a ball foul in the ninth inning of Game 7. When it left his bat, I thought it was gone. So did Jed Hoyer. Mm -hmm. He went, oh, God. He would have been the greatest villain in the history of American sports. Mm -hmm. The Cubs, 108 years, they're on the precipice of winning the World Series, and that guy hits a walk-off in Cleveland, and he's from Northbrook? Yeah. Illinois? Oh, my God. But it went foul. So on that Mount Rushmore, by the way, would be over the top of it would be Garvey's fist up in the air in 84. Correct. <laughs> it still gets on your nerves. Correct. It still, it still eats at you today. 
Oh. And it was years and years ago, Cap. Yeah, 1984, Saturday night. If you thought the Cubs were bad, you wouldn't feel that bad about it. But when you're up 2-0... In You're the up two nothing. I was at the first two games because my brother and I were vendors, mm-hmm. and we went to those games to sell beer. First game, I think it's thirteen nothing. I think the second game's four to two. Sutcliffe had a home run in the first. In the first, first game. game, yep. Gary Matthews hit a home run, and maybe Bobby Dernier hit a home run. Thirteen nothing. The second game, four two. Man on, they hit a ball to the warning track, and I think Henry Cotto was playing left field. And made the catch. How I remember all this, I don't know. Well, you got, well, you had to see Cotto out there because Matthews couldn't play nine. He could only play seven or six mm-hmm. because they'd bring in the defensive replacement in the seventh. Right. Either Thad Bosley or Henry Cotto. I think Cotto. it was Henry Cotto yeah. who then ended up going to the Mariners. Mm-hmm. And made the catch, squeezes it 4-2. Ball game. Cubs up 2 nothing, And now they're going west for three. They get crushed on Thursday night, I believe. Yep. Crushed, eight to one, seven to one. Jack Never State, in the game. Jack Murphy Stadium. at Jack Murphy Stadium. Mm-hmm. They had started Scott Sanderson. Rest in peace. He was terrible. <laughs> Leave him alone. Rest in peace. But he was terrible. And then didn't Eckersley start? He was one of your starters, I believe. Yes, I think it was Eckersley started Saturday. I might have him flipped, mm-hmm. but and. Garvey did it again. <laughs> and he hit the home run walk-off with a fist in the air as he went towards second base. And now we go to Sunday, and they're winning, and I'm nervous in my apartment. I'm the coach at DeKal- in DeKalb at Northern. Yeah. And I'm Sunday afternoon, and that ball hits the rock and goes over Sandberg's head, another one through Durham's legs. There, that's, Lost. That's it. Yes, kids, the first two games that series was played day baseball in the playoffs. Correct. One that day is, baseball. That is correct. Beverly, here's Mike on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, sir. I want to thank you for taking my call. Uh, you guys are morning gold. Love to listen every morning. Appreciate you. Um, uh, the uh, Just to address this, stop it, buddy. It's my dog. Sorry. Um, the, uh, the whole issue of you and Sylvie doing your show, you should absolutely do a show. I'm not saying rig the contest, but I hope it happens again because the last time you did it last year, it was like a love fest, where I don't think you actually talk sports. You were tiptoeing around things. You guys are very respectful. But we just wanted two people with strong opinions going at each other. Because uh, I, I, I tuned in, like, oh, I'm ready to listen. And you guys are so polite. You were so kind. Not that you aren't respectful, but I hope it happens again, and you guys just really just talk sports. Yeah, I feel like we did talk sports. Sylvie, text me if I'm... Wrong. We talked sports, and we disagreed on stuff. We yep. certainly don't agree on everything. What I think people wanted was two guys fighting on the air, and I have zero interest. I don't have the strength for it. I don't. I got other stuff going on in my life. I don't have any interest in fighting on the air. Adam and Champagne, let's just with me. Adam and Champagne on ESPN 1000. All right, Adam. Yes, with you. Cap and Hoodie, it's an honor and a privilege, gentlemen. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, sir. Thanks so, for checking in. Uh, I would love to hear uh, Cap and Sylvie. Uh, so if we can rig the contest, let's rig it. And the question I want to know is, I love the recap, by the way. Huge fan. Watch it all the time. If, if, if on, you you, on YouTube, find David Kaplan on YouTube for the recaps. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that right, Cap? Right handle? Yeah, you got it. Okay. The recap. R-E-K-A-P. Cap, 
Cap, if you had your dinner with Aaron Rodgers on a night the Bulls played, say at Chicago Cut, are you bringing your laptop to that dinner with Aaron Rodgers? I would try and schedule the dinner at a different time. Unavoidable. He's only available during the night the Bulls are there. Then I'd probably make the recap about the dinner if Aaron was cool with it. Because the team stinks. I have to. I made a commitment, man. I do every game. That's just a fact. Adam, we appreciate the phone call. Here's Joey G in Melrose Park. All right, Joey. If and where, what, why, dark room, planet, Mars, wherever he goes, the Detroit Lions will be 15 and 2. 14 and 3 this year. Even if he stays in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. You think the, uh, the Lions are going, are going to be the class of the division? Absolutely. Number two, you know, with Jared Goff. Man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he'll be out there. He'll be out there with his nine iron. Uh-huh. Uh Cap. Yes, sir. I want to be your manager. You want to be my manager? Yeah, when you when you do duke it out with Sylvie. Not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Oh. We get the red, red, white, and blue trunks on. <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, like Rocky, right? He can tweet get, out whatever he you wants. Got, you got S O T A and on the back of your trunks. Yeah. Not. Now you know what you got too much class. Not for me. Joey, man. You got too much class. Appreciate the call, man. Have a great day. But you have to say the Rocky music does inspire, does it not? I love that movie. So good. It does inspire. It's great music. I mean, when you hear that, what is that? What comes to mind? Come on. Come on. Stay stay with me here. When you hear that music, what comes to mind? Go get a workout in. Yeah. Get inspired. Right. That's all. Very cool. By the way, yep. Dan tweeted at us and said, don't forget, the Cubs' Game 5 loss was the same day Walter Payton broke the Jim Brown rushing record. Mm. I forgot that. I did forget about that. That's pretty good. So how come that's not a 30 for 30? Yeah. What went on on that day? Yeah. We, we got this on the day of uh, OJ's chase when we got four or five things happening at the same time. Arnold Palmer, mm-hmm. last time on the tee, on the tee box. New York Rangers parade. Yeah, June 17, 1994. Yep. Yeah, yep. like four or five things happened in one day. Arnold Palmer's last round in the U.S. Open mm-hmm. at Pebble Beach. Yep. Yep. That's a good 40, 30 for 30. I want that. I mean, it would be a short, but I'd like to, I'd like to see that, what was going on on that day. I didn't, think, I didn't know about that. See, this is why we got smart listeners. Matt and Schaumburg on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Matt. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. When it comes to Chicago sports nemesis, the first name that comes to my mind is Sylvie? John Starks from oh, the Starks. New York Knicks. Yeah. John Starks is a good one. That's a really and good one. And also, real quick, when it comes to the whole Sylvie thing, it took me a long time to like Sylvie, but Cap, I have liked you from day one. Matt, appreciate you, man. We just hope you listen to our radio station. We appreciate you tuning in. You're the man. Thanks a lot. 
Matt, as always, we appreciate the phone call. Now we got uh, some open phone lines for you as well. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. So we have Aaron Rodgers as Chicago's one of Chicago's greatest villains. Like, who else is on that Mount Rushmore? I'm, st- I'm keeping Rodgers there because Favre didn't go around saying, I own you. He didn't say that. He just beat you and just went home to kill Mississippi. But, but what about – but it's got to be someone else. Can someone beat Aaron Rodgers on that Mount Rushmore of Chicago villains? I mean, Bill Lane Beer for a long time was the guy. Remember he tackled Pippen in the stands yep. into the basket support and they fell into the stands? Mm-hmm. Bill Lane Beer was right there, man. Yes. And, un- and still not forgiving. He's still good with it. And was it Matt who was just on? Mm-hmm. He mentioned Trumper. Starks, but the Bulls, I know they. while Michael was retired, they got knocked out on that bad call by Hugh Hollins, but the Bulls used to beat the Knicks with regularity. Correct. So it wasn't as egregious to me, the Bulls fan. Yeah, you still had to get through those tough Riley Knicks teams. And out of the te- guys that you disliked, Anthony Mason's on there, the late Anthony Mason, John Starks. And Ewing actually was not someone that the Bulls fan hated. You just had to get around him. Didn't hate hate Ewing. Correct. He was a solid player, but he was but Starks because he was that stick in the beehive and would talk and then dunk on us. Like that's that's what people didn't like. Yeah, because he likes playing the role of the villain. And then yeah. a friend of mine became his assistant. He was a col- or a uh, USBL coach. Remember in the, when the yep. CBA left? Yep. And he said, "Dude, the best." The best. Just an awesome guy to be around. Hey, is Aaron Rodgers Chicago's greatest villain? He might be out of the NFC North based on what Diana Rossini is writing on Twitter regarding Rodgers and his link with the Jets. we got headlines and more of your phone calls coming up on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the Bulls. So we got some breaking news here about the Bulls earlier from Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN.com. There's a growing possibility that Bulls guard Lonzo Ball will need a third surgical procedure on his right knee that would require another six months of recovery and rehabilitation. That's one story. But the Bulls did beat the Denver Nuggets. I told you, Cap. I told you. The trend is your friend. Bulls playing well against a good team. Uh, And they won... By the score of 117 to 96, Levine and Vooch combined for 44 points as the Bulls held Jokic to just 18. John Morant is not going to be charged after displaying a gun at a strip club on Instagram Live. Uh, that's good for him. Big see, time. Let's see what happens after this, right? Correct. How, how do you grow from this? We'll find out. Um, and then the two major surgeries, or at least major injuries. Luka Doncic left the game in the third quarter with a thigh injury. And the post-game quote was, it's not good. Yep. The other side is Kevin Durant left the game with an ankle injury while he was uh, warming up. Yeah, he wasn't even in the game yet. So both stars are going to undergo an MRI today. And Jim Beheim retired from coaching Syracuse basketball after 47 years with the school. And Kansas, West Virginia today. Pay attention, Danny. Bill Self will not coach ill. Assistant Norm Roberts, former head coach oh, at yeah. St. John's. Yeah. Norm Roberts will coach the team at 3 p.m. today. Jay Moore. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the
the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJHood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Catman J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. That same ESPN Chicago app in which you can find good karma wrestling. You know, it's Thursday, right? Thursday. Available on the ESPN 1000 Twitter feed. No question about it. At 6 o'clock, we have a special guest, Cap. It is the son of Dusty Rhodes, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Wow. He's in the main event for WrestleMania against Roman Reigns at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Cody Rhodes will be on the program. He should be with us at 6.15 p.m. Central Time. That's going to be a fun conversation. He's in the main event of WrestleMania. How cool is that? Oh, by the way, and a mm-hmm. quick sidebar may I approach. Brought to you by Enkin Law. 312 6 million for the great Howard Enkin. Sign my ball. I don't have it in front of me, but you saw the story because I think you sent it to us regarding the uh, possibility that you can gamble on pro wrestling. Danny actually sent it to us this morning. Yeah. And it says, uh, hold on. I know DZ, that. From DZ, WWE in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on scripted match results. How do you do that? Oh, that's, you know what? So DraftKings already had a deal with not only WWE but also AEW mm-hmm. on in their big pay-per-view who's going to win, you know, and if you get a parlay of four matches in a row or three matches in a row, you can win $10,000, something like that. You know what? It's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. I know, like you say, well, how can you bet on scripted wrestling? Well, it's just like you got to be entrenched in the storylines. And my friend, I can help you with that. Right. A guy would call you and go, dude. What do I bet tonight? <laughs> you like, would know. I would say, hey, Cap, uh, here's what I think. I think Roman Reigns is going over tonight. I, I'm, I'm hearing rumor that Roman Reigns is going to beat Cody Rhodes. And so that you put that in your parlay, Bianca Belair, what's she going to do? Is she going to win? Like that kind of thing. It is, it's not, if you're not watching, it's going to be difficult. But if you're watching, you kind of get a feel of where the storyline might be going. But imagine being able to bet on a regular basis on wrestling. I can help you with that. I, yeah, because I would not know. My son follows it. Brett loves wrestling, but I. What the hell is going on over yeah, there? We've had a problem with this mic here. I'm working on it. That thing needs a, a blue chew. Yep. It just can't stay up. Wow. <laughs> God, that's another drop for me, isn't it? Yep. I just can't stop doing this to myself. It's another one. There's another one, Jay Moore. Just keep, just keep, just keep lining them up. So we're going to have a whole page on there. <laughs> Just keep lining them up, Jay Moore. We're going to have a whole page. Forget the Cap and Jay Hood daily sound page. It's going to be the Shay doesn't have sex page. I mean, Correct. It, it, everything has a sexual innuendo. I haven't hit it in four months. I mean, who does that? You do. 312-332. Yes, we hit as our phone number. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines and talk wow. to you. Uh, so we asked the question. Hold on a second. It's down again, Cap. It's down again. His whole microphone thing is just busted. Yes. Lake Forest and Sam's on ESP 1000. Good morning, Sam. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Sam, the floor man. Hello, Sam. And what I'm going to bring up is one of Cap's arch nemesis, Steve Garvey. Garvey did it again. Yep. 1984. I was 18 and never seen my Cubbies make it that far before. And I was heartbroken when he hit that home run that forced the game five. And that that ended it all. That, that it, we had to wait until uh, sixteen. But man, I, I 
I used to idolize the guy because he was cool, but after that, I hated him. I hated him. Yeah, I, that night, boy, when he hit that ball the right, I think it was right center, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. Just right of the center field, like the um, distance. Yeah. And that thing disappeared over there, and he ran around as he's coming towards second with his fist in the air. I was like, this is not going to go well for us. How many, time, didn't. how many times did you curse Lee Smith in your apartment or your home? It had to be over a dozen. Oh, that night? <laughs> Just, and no, any time. Like, Lee Smith was a the closer. There's some times that yeah. he'd, he'd create his own save. You know this, right? He would just walk the bases loaded like, now it's a save situation. All right, now I'm going to get three right, in a now row. You can, now you cannot pitch into a save, but I think back then you could. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how many times are you just mad at Lee Smith? I still remember them hitting a line drive the Mets in 84. A yeah. line drive right off his hip, and it caromed to Larry Boa. I remember that. And he fired the first double play ball game over. The good Lord wants the Cubs <laughs> to win. <laughs> Remember that? I do. Uh, the meaty hip of Lee Smith. Uh, in a perfect carom right to Boa and Short. I do remember Crazy. that. Crazy. 312-332-3776, our phone number. Uh, JR is in uh, Bloomington on ESPN 1000. JR. Hey, how you doing, fellas? What's up? Hi, JR. Go ahead. So, coffee. you mentioned Cubs baseball. There's no other villain in my lifetime uh, than Albert Pujols. Yeah, but we were bad, so I didn't look at him as a villain. He was just a great player. Like like when LeBron knocked the Bulls out of the playoffs, it was different. But he was a, a villain. As a Cubs fan, you just knew you had no chance to win the division when he was there. You knew you had no chance because the Cardinals were loaded. They were really, really good. That was how I looked at it. I didn't look at him as a villain as much. Like Molina was a villain. All those dudes. That team was villains. Yes. But more times than not, as a Cub fan, you Thanks saw call. you saw stars coming to Wrigley Field and kill you and when you when your team wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. How often was that? Right. Have, is often that for me as a Sox fan, where the star comes in and they beat you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Michael Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah. So. But like who's the one guy that tormented the White Sox? Player, not the twins. Could be a twins player. Not a team. Like the Red Wings tormented those good Blackhawk teams. Edmonton tormented those Eddie Olchek-led Blackhawk teams in the 80s. Yeah. I just, for, for me, it's, it's like, well, in the 80s, growing up, going to either County Stadium or Comiskey Park is the Brewers. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's, who's beating Robin Yount on a, a random series? Right. You're not Ben Ogilvie. Who's beating those Harvey Keene uh, Brewers? The Wallbangers. You're not beating them. They were, they were tremendous. Vukovic. Who's beating those guys? Right? And for me, obviously, the Twins, you know, I can't stand them. That's the team I can't stand in the division. Uh, and, and that's usually Maurer and that's usually Gaetti. You guys like that for years. Um, we will go to uh, Jim and Crystal Lake on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Jim. Hey, guys. Um, so I got something to say about Joey G. And then I and then I got a villain for you. So th- that guy's got to be on the payroll, Joey G. He's he calls in every day. He's, he's the got best. Three points. He always has three points, and it, it's like clockwork. It's like he has to be on the payroll. And if he's not, you guys should put him on there. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, he's awesome. <laughs> as far as you're concerned, yeah, maybe you know him better than I do. But to me, he's always saying the same thing. But anyway, that's for another day. So Mount Rushmore of villains. So you guys are always talking about, and people today are bringing up uh, 
you know, guys who maybe a year or two, Steve Garvey, you know, but I got somebody who's been, you know, a villain for us for the last five, ten years, and that is the great Ryan Pace. I mean, that guy has ruined us. It's, it's been going on for five years now, and it's going to keep going on for the next couple years. That's what he's done to us. He's, he's a villain. Okay, but was Phil Emery worse? For a short sp- span, yeah, because he was here for a couple years. He hired Mark Trestman over Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. He, his first, he only hit two number one picks, and they were better than Ryan Pace's first-round picks. That's for sure. Yes. Kyle Long. Yes. And the year before that was Kyle Fuller. Yes. Those were better than any of the other than Roquan. Okay, Roquan would be the, the best of that group. But when you had the Trubisky pick, the Leonard Floyd trade-up pick, and who am I missing? Kevin White. Yeah. Oh, I try to erase him out of my mind, Kevin White. Right. Because it just was it just a nothing. And nothing he's still in the league with the Saints. At least he was. Which is crazy, right? Crazy. We, we think we talked to him in this past season. We right. saw him in a box score somewhere. Correct. So, look, Ryan Pace gets that moniker because of the Mahomes-Trubisky thing. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, man. You got to wear it. Hey, we got to find out what's going on with this weather here, uh, especially tomorrow and into uh, the weekend. Got to talk to Tracy Butler from ABC 7 Eyewitness News and also the Cap and J Hood cut of the day that's still to come on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Cap and J Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We're going to cross talk with Black and Abdallah coming up at 10. Followed by Peggy and Yurko, Waddle and Sylvia too. Tyler Aki from 6 to 8 right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Now time for the Cap and Jay Hood Cut of the Day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Best in the world. And try the Cajun Bone-In Ribeye. It is their special. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. It. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! The idea of Jesse leaving spring training and sprinting all over Phoenix, trying to find the one guy who can get him a ticket, just go on StubHub and buy a ticket. We know. I mean, he's, it's not like he's making twenty six grand a year. Jesse's a well-endowed man. Financially speaking, get your minds out of the gutter. I've never talked about financial status being well endowed. Go buy a ticket. That's a that's (laughs) this guy. Cap comes to me in the break. Jesse's running around, beg, borrowing, and stealing, trying to get to the Phoenix game. It's down to his buy a ticket. Down to his knee. Did you hear that, Cap? How about that? Wow, he's not the little guy. Apparently not. He's well endowed. Who says that about a financial status? It's just a, you know. Boy, Warren Buffett's well endowed. He is. He, he is. does? He is? My God. What the hell? Well, wow, that's a surprise to his wife. And that's all, folks. And that is the Captain Jared Cut of the Day, proudly brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Try the Cajun Bone In Ribeye. They've got the filet. They've got so many wonderful cuts of steak. They are the best in town. The well-endowed Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. Now presenting you with Tracy Butler from our newsroom at ABC 7 Eyewitness News. He joins us here and uh, 
Hearing the weather's not going to be very good, Tracy. Hearing the weather's not going to be great. Ooh, ooh, snow. Ooh. Is that what you heard? That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Let me just tell you what these weather people do. You're, oh, we- you're, you're, oh, you're weather people. Bring it. What? They all own stock in like Jewel, Mariano's, any yeah. of the public Whole Foods through yeah. Amazon. Sure. There's going to be a huge storm. And then everybody runs out and spends way above their means in the grocery store. And they all, like the Cataway, the Canary, cash all the checks when they sell the stock. Confirm or deny, Tracy Butler, ABC 7 Eyewitness News. Strongly deny. What? I know. I, my shovel got a workout last Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> was your wife was there for Vegas, that? I was sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to ask, was your wife there for that? <laughs> Nonetheless. Tracy loves that I keep what? it real. What? Real? What happened last Friday? Uh, I was in Utah, so I'm just saying. Was there snow there? I wasn't. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable amount of snow. 150-inch snow base there. Unbelievable for skiing. Fifty inch. It's that's what they were telling me at the ski resort. Jesse Rogers, like wow. (laughs) (laughs) They're well endowed out there. Yes. Listen, okay. So I went to (laughs) MerriamWebster.com, the LeBron James of dictionaries, and the number one definition for well endowed is well supported financially. What's number two? Uh, Don't ask me about number two and number number three. Number three. But number one is well supported financially. I'm in the clear. Marion Webster got my back. Call it the LeBron James of dictionaries. I call it the Tracy Butler of dictionaries because she's at a different level. I'd also like to add that Marion Webster also doesn't think you're well endowed. Well, nobody does. Nonetheless, that's your problem. Why am I here right now? Oh, to tell us about the weather, of course. (laughs) What's what's coming on? All right. Well, I don't know if this side of the room is even going to believe me when I tell you. But I believe believe everything you say. I believe you, Tracy. Thank you, hoodie. Um, we do have a rain-snow mix that's going to get underway later this afternoon. So we have winter weather advisories that will go into effect here in the city at about 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. I think we're looking at just a slushy, sloppy, heavy, wet snow. Not a lot of snow. One to three inches from here due west. Far northern suburbs near the Wisconsin line, maybe three to six. Mm. But watch your back with this one. Oh. Because it is going to be a heavy Weighted snow. High moisture content in this. Heart attack type so, snow? Yeah. Oof. This is going to be tough to shovel, clog up the snow blower very easily. So, yeah, you got to watch out with this one. Okay. okay. So, so, what does that mean for the weekend? The weekend is just going to be cold. Mm-hmm. So, we're looking at possibly another quick system that will bring us additional snow, maybe a couple inches of snow Saturday night into Sunday. Mm-hmm. But Saturday is just going to be cold. Highs in the mid 30s. Kind of windy on Saturday for anybody coming into the city for the parade. Okay. So that there you have it, Cap. So, I mean, the worst stuff sounds like Friday and then the cold that we're used to. But Is still, he... even with this, though, I'm good with this winter. Was he listening? Oh, yeah. He's listening. I'm not 100%. sure if he was. Okay, because I saw him like. Oh, no. You, you the get I, used... We got the iPad. We you... got the phone out. You got to get used to that. Got to okay. get used to it. Yeah. I'm multitask. But I'm all in on the ABC7 weather side. Well, good. It's about time. That's it. It's about time we reeled you in. And you were out of town last Friday like I was. We were both out west. That's right. So I put it on Phil Schwartz. He was the one that... He retired. He did? Yeah, last week. Nice Good try. luck, Phil. Nice try. <laughs> I was watching John Coughlin. He was great on two. <laughs> that's that what you're watching? Wow. Volkman, outstanding. <laughs>
He's a cheery type. I like him. Let me tell you, that Baskerville, a good person. <laughs> Indeed he is. He is. He's a great dude. Yes. Well, thank you for listening and calling and twitching and being part of our program here on ESPN 1000. Cap, we got another one tomorrow, 7 to 10. Let's do this. Let's do it. Look forward to it. Have a great rest of your day. All right. For David Kaplan and for Shay and Jay Moore, this is Jay Hood. So long, everybody. Take that. From Chicago.